This is Zipple Ritz Radio, episode number 40, and we're doing breakfast together again. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. While it seems complex and overwhelming, my passion is to help you break it down into the basics and live a simplistic and healthy life that you enjoy. And today, I'm so excited for the show. It's another episode of Breakfast with Alexa, which the very first episode of Breakfast with Alexa was very popular, which I believe was episode 33. So I thought, why not do it again? I mean, I feel like this is my time to escape from teaching through the solo shows and learning through the interviews to really just be honest and real in my own personal journey which is just that, a journey, right? Winding and twisty roads that are very, very hilly. So today's show is gonna be digging a little bit deeper into my own life and kind of how I'm pondering what has happened this last year and how that's gonna catapult me in the future. I'm also gonna be sharing some of my favorite things because I couldn't not fill you in on some of my favorite things this holiday season. And we're gonna end with what I believe the most important thing that you could be doing for your health this holiday season. So let's get started. Like always, I have to tell you what I had for breakfast. No, it's still not the Eggs Benedict's. In fact, I haven't even started working on a holiday sauce or making my own rendition of Eggs Benedict, although I wish I had told you that I could. Instead, I feel like I've just kind of set that hope and aspiration aside and just leaving it for what I order on the restaurant menu. For now, I just have to focus on the simple, basic things because that's what's really helping me to slow down and enjoy this season of the holidays. So what I thought was going to be my Christmas breakfast with eggs benedict with that creamy hollandaise sauce has now turned into our traditional, which will probably never end, but birthday donuts. Now I say birthday donuts because Christmas is Jesus's birthday, and so we call them birthday donuts for Jesus. And that's what we're going to do this Christmas season because I know my kids love them. They love to help make them. And who am I kidding? My husband and I love them as well. So on my blog, I have a recipe for chai spice donuts and I make these in a donut pan. And just to clarify, because I get this question all the time, I make these in a donut maker. Now you think of a donut maker as being really expensive, but it's like probably somewhere around the $25 to $30 range. It's not bad. And it essentially looks like a waffle maker, so it closes in the form of mini donuts. Honestly, I wouldn't say that it's one of my most used gadgets, but it's definitely used enough to make it worthwhile. And donuts are really easy to make, especially when you have that donut maker. And who doesn't love a donut? So I'm going to link that donut maker up that I used in the show notes. But between a donut pan that you throw in the oven and a donut maker, hands down, every day the donut maker works so much better for me. 
Also, I'll link up that donut recipe, but that is going to be our breakfast on Christmas. There's no new food creation, just traditional standard. My kids love it. They can add sprinkles to the top and it's all good because with three little girls, breakfast is the last thing on their mind on Christmas morning. In fact, I feel like they could go all day without eating because they're so immersed into the day of Christmas. So no eggs, Benedict, but I will tell you what I had for breakfast this morning was this new hash that I made. And I'm kind of a hash junkie because I feel like a hash can be whatever you want it to be. You can even throw some eggs on top or some other protein on top or no protein at all and get away with it just fine. But this last Friday on Black Friday, yes, my mom and sister and I go out on Black Friday more for a girl's day than any kind of crazy shopping. Um, But we stopped at a nice restaurant and there I got a hash and it had sweet potatoes, russet potatoes, peppers and onions in it and then it had some poached eggs on top with homemade sausage it was delicious so I recreated my own version of the hash and basically it's just chopped sweet potatoes so I dice them really small along with russet potatoes I had two green peppers and a half of an onion just drizzle it in olive oil salt and pepper spread it out on a baking sheet and bake at about 350 degrees for almost an hour it's kind of the method of low and slow to get those roasted and flavorful. And then from there, I just put it into a big glass bowl and my husband and I can just scoop it out for breakfast in the morning, heat it up in a frying pan or in the microwave and add some eggs or whatever we want on top or just eat it plain. Not to mention, my kids generally like it too. So it just makes that quick and easy thing. So really all the work comes in is just prepping it, you know, It might take 20-ish minutes to cut up all those vegetables and roast it on a pan, but it should last you all week. It is really amazing, and we generally fight over it just to tell you how good it is. And along with that, I also had my Tiavana tea because I love warm tea in the wintertime. And this morning, I had chocolate mint, which is amazing, with some almond milk creamer. Delicious. Anyways, so today I just thought it'd be fun to kind of fill you in on what's on my heart right now. And I have to be honest, there's a lot of things. And it's funny that as I come to the end of every year, I generally write a blog post about what I learned from the past year and what my goals are for the future. And as I go back and look at the last few years that I've written these, I have to say that I've only met a very small fraction of my goals. And it's amazing to me how much my plans change or how much the plans change throughout the year and what I thought was going to happen never really ended up happening. But most often this is for the better. As most of you know, this is what I would declare and sum up to be one of my hardest years ever. Like last week on the show where Heidi and I talked about the nurse planner, Heidi mentioned her word of the year. And I'm going to say that this last year, my word should have been growth. I feel like I've experienced more growth and more stretching than I even thought humanly possible this last year. But apparently I had thought that 2015 was my first year. In fact, in my blog post at the end of last year, I wrote, to say it nicely, this has been the most challenging, exhausting, overwhelming, frustrating, and hard year of my life. Yet through that, I feel like I have come out the other side learning more about myself, my husband, and my purpose in life. I am blessed beyond measure and believe that while I hope not to trudge through another year as a past, I also wouldn't change it because of how it has shaped me, created a drive within me, and a deeper understanding for all the important things in life. Now, it's funny that I wrote that. Not even a month later did I start to enter the phase of what I consider the hardest time of my entire life, and that's where I got really, really sick. 
And I'm going to eventually tell the full story. I feel like I just need a few more months to fully regain my health. I'm still working on a few things, still getting treatments for some things. Um, But before I entered that season, I really had no idea what laid ahead for me in this year. And so just looking at the past, I had, I don't even remember what was so hard about 2015, but I feel like a lot of things changed in that time, and I feel like it continues to change. What I think is interesting as I look at that today is that we like to separate life and years, and it's almost like every year is a new chapter in life, but really life is just a continuation of the years together. And so what I always used to believe with resolutions and goals and how people lived is not that the goals are bad or necessarily the resolutions, But I feel like for me and for a lot of other people, these are just hopes and dreams and wishes, and these aren't really a reality. And I don't mean to be all somber about that, but really just to help give you hope for the new year. That yes, this has been by far the hardest year of my life. It's been the hardest on my health. It's been the hardest financially because a lot of, there was a lot of medical expenses that put a burden on our finances, which also being sick and changing directions and feeling called to something totally different than I ever expected has put a burden on my business financial situation. And it all of that has created a strain in my marriage. And of course, your kids can't go unnoticed in all of that. And so really, it's just been this constant pull and this constant stretch and this constant, I don't want to use the word pain, but you know, when you're being stretched, it's almost like you you don't know how much longer you can take it. But what's interesting is that through all of that, and even though the last year I said that I've learned so much, I think it's just a continuation of last year is that I continue to grow and to learn and to take those situations and their heartache and decide, okay, what do I need to be learning in this moment? What can help me grow? And I think that mindset of looking at situations with a different perspective. You know, at the beginning of the year, I am no way was doing this. You know, I cried on the bathroom floor almost every single night for about three months. In fact, I started to see a fear of nighttime in my husband knowing that I was probably going to break. Happened about nine o'clock every single night. I was really a wreck. I hit probably one of the lowest places of my life. I wanted to quit doing what I was doing, what I felt like I was called to. I wanted to kind of give it all up and just to regain some kind of sanity in my life. And what I didn't realize is that sanity was there. I was just missing it because I was seeking a different path. I was seeking comfort and a sense of ease like we all want. But the truth is, is that I wasn't living in the present. I was seeking what someone else had, what someone else was trying to seek. I was not seeking my path, but the path someone else went down that worked. And so through this year, I've kind of gone through a lot of the grieving processes. I've gone through a lot of prayer and counseling and mentoring and emotional work just to get to this place where I feel confident not having to know what lies ahead at the end of next year, but just to be confident in what I'm doing right now and doing the best that I can in the moment. See, what I was doing for so long was I was chasing something that was so unrealistic and so far from what I should be doing that I couldn't even see what I needed to be doing. It was like I was blinded by envy and jealousy and anger and pride. 
So again, as I come to the end of this year, just trying to put the pieces together and to recognize that none of this year was counted as loss. Yes, we're still working as a family and me and Peyton in our marriage to kind of get on the same page and to be more supportive as opposed to attacking one another in the situation um, and just being frustrated with one another, but to be the team player and to get on that page. But most importantly, what I think I'm learning is that I can be a futuristic person, that I can dream and I can think ahead and I can come up with ideas, but really all change and all action and all all of life happens in the present. And I feel like as people that we can either cling to our past or we can cling to the future and we can miss what's happening in the here and now. And that's so easy to get wrapped up in with Pinterest and social media and all the best ways to do whatever you want, even though the only way is your way. And and that can be in health. You know, there's not a diet plan that works for everyone. And that's because your body is unique. And there's not a business plan that works for everyone, and it's because your business is unique. And instead of looking for the simple, quick, comfort, easy path that could only lead to destruction of emotions, of finances, of marriages, of families, and instead just live in the present and accept your uniqueness and your body and your life and your marriage and your family and take that and live that. You see, so much of my life has been not living in the present, but living so much in the future, racing for the next thing, only to get to the next thing to race to another thing, never fully allowing myself to embrace the here and now. And that is where change happens. It doesn't happen in the past. You know, what has happened has been done. Yes, we can learn from that, but we can't stay there. And we can't stay in our future for too long because our future isn't going to get us there. We have to be here in the moment. And that is my hope as we go into the new year is to be more present focused, to look at the circumstances that we're in and to realize that joy doesn't come from our circumstance. Because I can tell you that if we live for joy in circumstances, we'll never be happy because life happens and life is hard and it's meant to grow and stretch us and and build us and that can be joy is the process is the journey is a path so what does that mean going ahead for my own life well i feel like i'm i'm doing a lot of things right now you know that the nurse planner is launched which is amazing and i'm really taking time to celebrate that and to reflect in that and to tell other people about that because i'm so incredibly excited for that product not simply because of something that i've created but really my mindset has changed because i feel like this is a tool that can help so many people embrace the path and i think that's what we all need to do is to embrace the here and now and use that on our journey to get success, not wish for success so much that we miss the here and now. And so the Nourish Planner is meant to do that. And I'm really soaking that in and telling a lot of people about it because I have such a huge heart that this is going to help change and form people and help them to create their best life. And I know that's a big word to use to say that this can help you create your best life. But really, if we can say present focus and we can let go of perfection and we can let go of 
of our past and our failures and our hurts and whatever is holding us back. And we can just choose to continue moving forward in each day that then change can happen. It's not an overnight success. It's not an instant gratification. It's not a fantasy land. And that's what social media has created. That's what this world desires. But yet at the heart, at the root, real joy can only be found in the everyday. And that's a choice that we have to make to not let our circumstances pull us out of joy. And so that's what I'm learning. And where I'm going, I'm not yet certain. I know that there are pivots coming. Um, I say great changes. My mentor says you're just pivoting a little bit. Um, I am starting to understand what my passion is and really to honor and fulfill that and not do it in a way that takes out the uniqueness of that plan and puts it on the systematic plan to get your business to the next level, but really to honor the pace of the call the learning, the growth, the discipline that's happening right now and opening the doors to what's ahead. And so I will share in the upcoming shows what that plan is going to be. Right now I'm still sorting it out. I'm working through it, praying through it. But one thing I do know and one thing that I can tell you is that throughout this last year and the year before of so much growth, of so much stretching, of so much pulling, of so much pain, so much agony, so many failures, yet so many triumphs that this is all working itself out to the truth that I'm supposed to be living And I'm really, really excited to share that with you. So my challenge for you is to think about a word for next year because I feel like when you have that word, you can really start to embrace the life in the here and now. Heidi said that last year was her word of no, which meant that she said no to things so that she could live more in the present. And I think that's really where we're going is to live here and now. And so whether you want to change your health, whether you want to change your marriage, whether you want to do all of that, the change really starts with embracing where you're at and from there taking every choosing every day to work on that to be present in that and to focus on that my word last year would have if I had to sum up my last year again it would have been growth and stretching I'm not going to reveal my word from the new year yet because I want you to focus on what your word or your phrase is for next year and we are going to recircle that in a few weeks in a podcast where I'm going to share more about what's coming up, what lies ahead and help get you excited for your own journey because we all have a voice, we all have a call, we all have a mission and it's far greater than we are and really that we're all needed. And I think that in this world, we all need to hear that, that you are needed, that you are wanted, that you are loved and that this world needs you. And so keep fighting that fight. Keep fighting the good fight because there is something on the other side, but you have to allow yourself to taste it. And all of the small steps along the way, and that's something that I totally missed for many, many years, was all of the small steps to get along the way. Because if you can't see those small steps, you surely won't be able to see the success of the big things. And so just accept those small things. And instead of just focusing on the great big end goal, take those one little change out of the time. And this is true no matter what life circumstance you is. And I think that being a health blog, this is especially true in the health world, is that it's not an overnight fix. It's not a quick fix or a one pill or a simple diet plan that's going to change you. It's small lifestyle changes and a mentality shift that really is going to help you on the path to lasting health. 
So that is our plan to come up with our word. We're going to recircle. In the meantime, I want you to email me back what your word is, what you're pondering, and where you really want to get next year. It could be related to your health, to your life, to whatever it is, but really all of those are combined into one. And I will share your share mine in the coming weeks. But for now, to change gears a little bit, I want to share with you some of my favorite holiday gifts that I'm going to be giving and maybe semi-hoping to receive if my husband's listening. Here's your few hints because you always want to know what you should be getting me for Christmas when, in fact, really, we don't really do a lot of gifts for Christmas, Um, but... Uh, we do try to exchange because to me, there's something so great about my kids learning to give as opposed to just receive, receive, receive. And so my kids will be part of the giving process this year. So some of my favorite gifts this year, and if you go to my blog, I have the simple 2016 holiday gift guide for the practical shopper. And I say practical shopper because I've been cleaning out the house and I just realized that we have way too much stuff. Like, because I don't like clutter. I'm not really an organized person, but clutter seems disorganized to me in some sort of weird way. And so I really need to sift through it. And I like to buy very practical gifts that people are going to continue to use, even for kids. But this is the adult one. So just to go through a few of my favorite must-have items from each of these. I have 10 items listed under each category for the health nut, the foodie, for him and for her. I'm going to give you my top choice, my runner-up, and my honorable mention in all three of these things. So for the health nut, my top choice is the essential oil diffuser. Now, I'm not an essential oil junkie like a lot of people are. I think they're great. I would love to learn more about them. I don't know a ton about them. I know they're very powerful, but there's something so soothing about like the freshness of an oil diffuser and the power of diffusing oils in your air to help clear viruses and funguses and other things that are just naturally living. So it's kind of like this great purification system. So my top choice is the doTERRA essential oil diffuser, and I have a link for that on my blog. Love it. It's kind of like a water mist diffuser, so it's not overly strong maybe for a bedroom or something like that, but it really does a great job of kind of adding a little bit of humidity, but also just that freshness to the air. My second is the Athleta Stealth Tight, which I talked about last time on Breakfast with Alexa, and this is the compression tight. It's the compression legging like you never thought existed. It's not something that you just wear under your clothes, but something that you can wear just as a legging. And like I mentioned last time, I have a lot of lymphatic issues and I swell and it's kind of linked to my C-section scar and I swell down my legs and I have just poor lymphatic flow through like my thigh area to my lower GI, to my lower abdomen area. And this stealth tight covers all of that. My honorable mention would be the earthing mat, which is really kind of like a strange gift maybe, but it's not something that I feel like people would naturally buy for themselves. And it's kind of fun to give to any health nut because they're really in the end going to love it. Something super practical they can use every night. Some people say the earthing mat is the secret weapon to looking younger, feeling better, and having more energy. Basically, it helps you stay grounded overnight and it's just more aligned, more in balance. Definitely a really, really great gift. And that early mat really is only $60. I would love, love, love to get this gift. I don't personally have one. I've used one, but I would love to have one that I can use every night. Basically, you lay it on your bed and you sleep on it. 
pretty amazing. Some of the other things on that gift were a foam roller, um, beauty counter charcoal soap. Uh, there's now a stainless steel blender bottle or shaker bottle, which is pretty amazing because I'm not a huge fan of plastic, night light, salt lamp, and something that is more expensive, but I've heard really, really remarkable things about is the Prana mat, which is the number one massage mat. So it doesn't have a plug-in or anything like that. It just has this unique design that when you lay on it, it massages all the right pressure points on your back. Pretty cool. So check that out. My favorite things for the foodie. So my top choice, and I'm not just saying this because I'm biased, but the products are really amazing. And something that I use every day is a Bowwood cutting board. Now, if you didn't know, Bowood was founded by my husband and my brother-in-law, which my brother-in-law is the carpenter behind it. And he would never tell you this. He would never come on the show. He's really quiet behind the scenes kind of guy, but his work is incredible. Like top-notch, high-quality, handmade, custom everything. And these cutting boards are I'm not going to explain this right because I don't know wood, but they have a lot of different woods in them and a lot of different patterns, and they're kind of all put together. They're about an inch. They're over an inch thick. So I think my cutting board at home is like an inch and a quarter or an inch and a half thick. I mean, these are solid. Now, the people I've heard that have them are not cutting on them. You're crazy because a good wood cutting board does not show cut marks. Plus, it's antimicrobial. Wood is a natural antimicrobial agent, so it's not going to grow things like your plastic or your other cutting boards are. Seriously, wood is the way to go, and it's going to last forever as long as you take care of it or you just mediocre take care of it like myself. These things are solid, and they are worth every single penny. So grab your Bowwood cutting board. That would be my number one. I would love to get a round cutting board. <clears throat> That's just a little plug in case anyone from Bowen is listening. My runner-up would be the Tiavana Perfect Tea Maker. Every single day I use this bad boy. It's less than $20. It is amazing. You put loose leaf tea in, which is so much better than the bag stuff because the bag stuff doesn't allow you to get the antioxidants in the tea. The antioxidants are generally too big to leave that mesh bag. And so this allows the strainer on this tea maker is larger. And so it allows all the antioxidants to pass through as the tea is brewing. Plus, Tiavana has some pretty delicious flavors as well. And my honorable mention would be the Vitamix. I mean, seriously, my top used appliance. I've never had any problems with it. Definitely quality, top of the line. You can make so many things in it. And so many people want them. They are higher dollar, but definitely worth every single penny. And I'm a penny pincher. And I say the Vitamix is worth it. Now, moving on for the men. Men are so incredibly difficult to shop for. Am I am I right on that? If anyone has any great men's gift, please let me know. But I just try to go through and pick out some kind of like sleek yet practical things that men would like. So I'm going to say that my top choices from the list that I put down, my first choice is the Saddleback Leather Front ID Wallet. And I say this because men carry their wallets in their back pocket, and that is a really bad thing to do to your back. And they've done it for a long time, but men tend to have a lot of back problems, and some people associate that with wallet, back pocket wallet users. So switching to a front pocket wallet, nice, small, sleek, you can just slip it in your front pocket. Plus, the Saddleback brand has a lifetime warranty, and they're really nice looking. My runner-up would be the natural and clean cologne, one, because I love good smells, 
and I like a guy with cologne. I can't, I can't not say that, but there's also a lot of really bad things in, in traditional perfumes and colognes, and so it's really hard to find a good one. So finding a good one means a lot. And so just a natural, clean cologne, like the one I have listed in my guide, is an inexpensive but very effective gift. And my honorable mention would be the French Press. If your guy's a coffee lover, then the French press is really going to make the best coffee. And I just like the fact that it helps people get outside of traditional store-bought, kind of bad-for-you coffee into more of the fair trade, grinding the coffee beans yourself, making sure there's no additives. So it can really help push someone from kind of this artificial coffee into pure good-for-you coffee. So that's the French press. Now, moving on to my favorite, and that's for the ladies, the women. Where do I start with this? So if I had to pick my top three, uh, can I just be biased and say the Nourish Planner? I won't use this, but the Nourish Planner, again, is going to be a great gift for anyone, including teachers, parents, sisters, relatives, coworkers, whoever it is. The Nourish Planner is that gift that's going to give 365 days all of next year. It's the thing that keeps on giving. Very, very practical. Help people plan their life and, again, live more in the present. So that would be my top choice, but because that's really biased, I'm going to go with something else. Mine would be the Better Life bag. I personally have one, and I absolutely love it. Plus, it goes to a great cause. It helps women in the Detroit area with jobs and other things like that. They're handmade. They're leather. They're really beautiful, and they're really, really practical. So Better Life bag would be my number one choice. My number two would be the Dear Mushka Sleek Necklaces. I love these because, one, they're created for a great cause. It's a family who created the business to help raise funds for their adoption. And in the meantime, they put Bible verses with each of the necklaces. So this isn't like cheesy necklace. This is like really sleek and classy. And like the little charm kind of goes with whatever the Bible verse is. You have to check them out. A lot of them are mixed metals, which I really love right now too. And again, they're just really beautiful pretty inexpensive and can really mean a lot and say a lot and help to be that reminder of whatever your word is for the coming year. Maybe there's a necklace that goes along with that with a verse like that so that it can be like your daily reminder to live that out. My honorable mention would be chat books. One, because who doesn't love to get printed pictures back? And two, who has time to print all your pictures, right? So I am six years behind on printing pictures. That's no joke. I don't think I have any pictures printed of Ava, our oldest daughter's birth, which is really, really sad. But chat books, what they're going to do is they're going to take all the photos in your iPhone. And as you take them, once you get to 60, it will send you a book of those printed pictures. And it's a really great book, a coffee table book, really just a great centerpiece and a great memory to have. So chat books would be my honorable mention for sure. And those are kind of my top things that I would suggest for anyone, you know, for him, for her, the foodie, the health nut, whoever it is, really practical things, yet really beautiful and memorable things for you to get. And the last thing that I wanted to leave you with is my one tip for the holidays. And I feel like this has gone along with the whole theme of the show, and that's to be in the present. So often we focus so much on 
what's going to happen next in the next party and the food that we're going to eat or the food that we're going to try not to eat, that we lose focus of the present and that's where action happens. So instead of focusing on what you are or aren't going to be eating this holiday season or how much you're going to be exercising or how you're going to survive it or how you're going to get through it with your genes intact, which statistically doesn't happen for most people, Instead, just focus on the everyday, the here and now. So for instance, I ate more than I wished I would have over Thanksgiving weekend. In fact, Sunday of that weekend, I was feeling pretty bad. So I knew I had pushed myself too hard, but I love good food. Instead of putting myself down and calling myself a failure and just giving in, I decided Sunday that I was going to start to eat better in that moment. Not wait for Monday or wait for the holidays to be over for New Year's resolutions, but decided in that moment that I was just going to make better choices that day. So that day, that's when I wrote in my hash and I made a light brothy, what I call the detox soup, which will be on the blog this week. But I took action towards how I wanted to feel. And that was to feel better and lighter and to be healthy in that moment. So it's not about beating your body into submission. I say that all the time, but it's not about running more or not eating on days when you don't have parties, but it's about just making healthy choices, respect and honoring your body. And I think that's what we can do if we just focus on the everyday instead of looking at this massive picture of holiday baking and doing all this stuff, of not counting the calories, but counting the memories. As we said on the Nourish Planner Instagram post is that it's not about counting calories. It's about counting memories this holiday season, but in that, making clear and wise decisions because you are fully present and you are fully aware of who you are. And that is my goal, is to focus on the everyday and put less focus and less worry and less stress into what's going to happen in the future. And instead, just Take action now. Do what's going to make you feel good. Be aware now. Make those right choices and plan for them. Whether that's going home and roasting vegetables or scheduling a walk date with your friend, whatever that is, is just plan for it, make time for it, and live now. So my friend, I just want to say in this season of Thanksgiving that I am so incredibly thankful for you and the heart and the love that you have given me and for the space to allow me to share my truth and my belief and the honesty of my health and my relationship with my spouse and our financial situation and just to understand that, you know, life happens. It's not always perfect. It's not always pretty, but But there are memories to be made and every moment matters, whether that's through growth or whether that's through an abundance and giving. Whatever this season has for you, you're in it for a reason. And will you embrace that moment and embrace the season? I have definitely loved to walk this journey with you. And I'll be continuing with a few breakfasts with Alexa's in the future. And again, look for that post on goals coming up and setting resolutions. And make sure you come up with your word of the year and we'll kind of compile all of those and all I'll be sharing mine in a few weeks. In the meantime, in the next few weeks, we have an episode on cravings and another episode on a health topic that I'm not going to share, but it's a health topic that's not talked about, but that can be extremely beneficial in your overall health and your next year. So you want to stay tuned. We have some great things coming up, some great experts that are going to come on. And again, me sharing more tips. If you have any suggestions, ideas, or topics for the show, I'd love to get your feedback. Again, this show is for you and it's made for you and for us to do this journey of life together. So if you have any ideas for the show, any opinions about what you'd like to hear, shoot me an email at alexa at simplerootswellness.com or leave a comment in the show notes or on social media at Facebook or Instagram. Again, I would love to have your opinion and see what's next. And again, this is just a reminder that the Nourish Planner, yes, 
the high of the high of this year is live and ready for you to buy. I, again, am so grateful for you and for being a part of this journey. And I have to say that I really created this for you so that you can live a better life so that you too could stay present in this moment instead of being washed down by the things that we should be doing or being overwhelmed with what ifs. Instead, just writing it all down, having a home base, a place for you to share all of your thoughts, opinions, to plan your day, to schedule your meals. Really, it's taking life and health and combining them into one home for you to live your unique life. So if you'd like to grab a copy of the Nourished Planner, I would love for you to be a part of this journey. It's at nourishedplanner.com. Again, there's lots of blog posts on there and I'll be sharing more about the Nourished Planner in the future. But again, I'd love for you to grab your copy and do this next year with us, making it your best year yet. And as always, one thing that makes this show go round is ratings and reviews. I talk about it all the time, but these are the reason this show can continue. And that is to get your honest feedbacks to help make this show visible and findable by other people. It only takes one minute out of your day and it means the world to me. To leave an honest rating and review, head on over to simplerootswellness.com slash review and leave your honest feedback. I look and read through each one of those and I'm so incredibly grateful for every review that I receive. In the meantime, here's to having a good week, to living in each day, celebrating the moments, celebrating all life's successes, not being beaten down by the battle of this life, but instead choosing to stand strong, choosing to have joy no matter your circumstance. Remember that today, and here's to having a great and blessed week.